Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with my man, Sam Wakefield. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? It is fan-freaking-tastic. It's a good day today. So I'm super excited about this conversation, as I am usually pretty excited. Very rarely do I get to talk to another sales guy. I don't know why. I just don't typically bring... It's not that I intentionally don't bring sales guys on, but there's not a lot of, in my opinion... <laughs> There's not a lot of sales guys are tricky, right? There, you've got all kinds of salespeople. Some are good, some are slime balls, some are right. in between, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't consider myself, uh, I don't consider myself a slime ball. I'm not saying I hadn't all, have always <laughs> been that way. And so it's really refreshing to talk to somebody that has very, very similar values. Mm-hmm. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sam, and let's dive, let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for the intro, man. I'm so grateful to be on your show. It's it's been something that I don't get to be a guest on many podcasts, so it's nice to be in the hot seat for a minute, which is fun. But yeah, I've been in the industry almost in the HVAC industry almost 18 years now. I started off years ago as an attic rat pulling duct work. I was the just the helper on the crew because I needed a job, and uh, did that for a few years. At, moved into service for a little bit. And then I was like, man, I need to find something else. I almost died in an attic one day. It was 140 degrees in the Texas summer. It's three in the afternoon and my arm hit a live 220 wire that was in the attic. And the guy next to me had to kick me off of it. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out of here. (laughs) Right. One of those days. And so I quit for a little bit. And then the owner, <laughs> I was like, I got to do something else. I don't mean to laugh, dude. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. And yeah. and so the the owner of the company, him and I stay good friends. He understood. He was like, okay, that was a scare. I, I get it. And so he called me back. Yeah, it was a, a little bit later, What maybe a year later. Hey, my brother's the sales guy. He's leaving. I, I know that you can sell because I'd always had a, some home-based business. I pitched him like three different MLMs across the years. And he told me <laughs> no every time. But he always listened. And and he's like, I know you could give a presentation. And I also know that you're not going to underbid the labor because you did it. And so come in and sell for me. I was like, I, okay. And so my sales, my first day sales training was, here's the stack of leads the last guy didn't call. And here's our price book. Go make money. And that was my sales training. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I, I'll just dial for dollars. And it was wild because so, I, when I, my first year, I gave the company about a three to $400,000 boost in revenue just because I got busy. I didn't know any different. And the very first sale was that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm built for this. This is my light bulb moment of this is what I'm made to do in life. 
And so since then, I've been, we grew that company. I bought in as a partner. We grew it over five years, uh, quadrupled in size, and then sold my half back to the part, back to my partner. And that was in a tiny town of 13,000 people where I was putting up, we're a million and a half in a town of 13,000 people, which proves that it doesn't matter the population, you can have market dominance. And then we moved to, me and my wife, we moved our family to Austin, Texas. And said to talk to the owner of a company. I did my research, found owner of a company here, became sales manager, sales trainer, helped him grow that company from two million to eight million in about three years. And that's where I developed we were eighty percent marketed leads at closing at well over fifty percent for the team. And the I had no idea that was good. And so that's where I developed the sales system. And like I say those numbers, and everybody, you're closing like that on marketed leads? That's crazy. And so, yeah, so he, then he sold the company and I, in the meantime, had started the podcast, started training people because there, there wasn't any trainer in the industry that was doing, that had the same philosophy that I did. And it's really had a message. I started getting it. Everybody that goes back and listens to the old close it now podcast, the first probably 40 of them or 50 of them voice recorder into my phone in between appointments. So you can hear traffic in the background and like a couple of times I almost get run off the road and it's crazy. So hilarious. And so that's my journey into sales training and uh, podcasting. And so now I'm doing some cool stuff. So what would you say, what would you say different makes, I was going to say differentiate. I can't say that word. I don't even know why I was trying. Like <laughs> what makes you do, when you say that you look at it different, you look at sales training differently. Mm-hmm. Can you dive into that a little bit? Like when you say there's philosophy behind that, what is that? Yeah, there's what we, what I do is it's, it's really different. It's based in, well, first of all, I hadn't gotten stuck. Everything that I had seen. So the reason I started Close It Now is I had a team. I sent two people up to the up to the Northwest to like a pretty well-known uh, sales training place. They sent them through the their program for a week. They come back with their sales, the slide deck. And they're like, they're all proud of it. And they showed it to me. And I was like, this is the exact same slide deck from when I took the class 10 years prior. And I was like, throw that in the trash. Nobody buys like that anymore. I can teach you everything you need to know. Just hop in the truck with me. And I was like, well, if that's the best thing out there right now, then nobody's learning anything. And so that's part of what sparked the Close It Now business. But so much of it is psychology, NLP. You and I have talked about that a little bit, some NLP in it, it. (laughs) neuro-linguistic programming, and really just listening, understanding the psychology of what... It's not just sales tricks. It's understanding the difference in why and how people buy. And the missing, especially in the last three to five years, the way people buy has changed. And if you don't believe it, think about the number of people buy on feeling and emotion. It's always been that way, but especially the last three, four, five years, it's been such a boom. It became too easy in our industry and it made people lazy. And so... There's no sales the last few years. And now that the industry is right-sizing and actually going back to normal, then people who, everybody's freaking out. Oh my gosh, the calls volume's down. It's like, well, no, it's just normal now. It's not a boom right now. I went through the same thing in 2010, 2011, 2012. And when the tax credits went away, everybody freaked out then. We're not going to be able to sell the high-end equipment. Everybody's getting bids now. And well, it's the same thing. It's just a cycle. And so now is when real sales will rise to the top. 
And, but it's the missing piece is the emotional, like truly heart of service connection and empathy that's missing in the industry. And bringing that back is that's part of what we do that's different. And the other thing is understanding that, and this is a hard truth for everybody. The people are just, our industry's lazy. I found this out. Uh, and it was, I love you all, every single one of you, but I spent two and a half years in, in solar going out and there are no company. There's no such thing as a lead. Here's an appointment. You right. go find your own. And right. I've met personally hundreds of people who are making, earning a million dollars a year plus in solar, in alarms, in pest control, in windows, and you name it, that they're hunters, they're carnivores. They said, I don't need a company. I take radical responsibility for myself. Let's go create business. And they do every single day. And that's the the missing piece of like intensity in our industry that doesn't exist right now that I'm really passionate about bringing back. So so all of that, put that together. And so do it, it's the like tenacity of a freaking velociraptor, but with heartfelt compassion and empathy of somebody who truly cares and listens. That's right. So that's yeah. a weird combination, but that's where I'm at. But it makes total sense. You said, you said the emotion, everybody buys on emotion, right? Everybody buys on emotion. Most of the time people think it's logic, but it's 100% not. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some logic tied in there, but it is primarily emotion. And so you mentioned the difference in emotion over, let's just take the last four years, right? Going into COVID, there was a different emotional button that we were dealing with. Go In the middle of COVID, we had, if you weren't empathetic, if you weren't cognizant of what the hell was going on, mm-hmm. you weren't getting in the house. So now yeah. we've moved past that. And now you've got to be empathetic to the fact people don't have any money because mm-hmm. COVID happened. Right. Right. So it's like it's a flow. But if you're not mm-hmm. aware of that and you can't pick up on social cues and mm-hmm. read body language. Right. You're in deep shit. Well, and I, I would actually argue that a little bit, too. People do have money. The difference is they are much more selective of where they choose to invest their money. And that's, that's why true. people are seeing, hey, I'm going to get five bids. I'm getting eight bids. I'm getting 12 bids now when they didn't before. So through the boom of... well, And the other part of COVID that was the best thing for industry is people started to sell virtually. They're selling, yeah. I, sold, I can't tell you how many systems I've sold through literally text message and never talked to people or through Facebook Messenger because they're, somebody entered the wrong number on their telephone. Well, I stalked them on Facebook Messenger and they're like, oh, I'm so glad you found me, right? right? Or through email and never talked to them or just through Zoom. Never step foot in the house. They go out and I'm like, hey, can you just throw me on FaceTime and let's show me your attic or show me your system, show me your basement. Simple. And yeah, it's great. And why not? Right. And and the caveat being, okay, well, yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. I'm going to swing by. You can close yourself in the master bedroom. I'll wear a mask and gloves. I just need to grab a couple of measurements to confirm and we can install tomorrow. And it works. And it was great. Yeah. And it's such a different world. The the thing about feeling and emotion is if any people may not believe this, but all you have to do is watch the news. And how many times now do you see some crazy news report about so-and-so was emotionally triggered because of this, right? 
Well, right. that just tells us that's how people that's how people think now. People have given been given permission to have feelings and emotions. Is it a lot of people are like, oh, it's good, it's bad, it's gone to extreme? Well, it doesn't matter that you're not your customer. That's how they think. So, right. how do we connect to them in the way that they think? This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. Yeah. And, and look, I hate the news. I'm just <laughs> say that right now. I hate the news. Right? I, I don't. Yeah. I just don't watch. I don't watch it because it is pure emotion-filled mm-hmm. conversation. That's the whole idea, right? If it, if I was literally thinking about this last night, I was sitting in, I was sitting in a meeting, my recovery meeting, and there was a guy sitting across from me. And I had brought up to him, I had said something to him about Joe Rogan at a totally different meeting. Mm-hmm. And his response was so violent <laughs> about how much he thought he was such a fucking moron. Right. That Joe Rogan. And I said, when I was sitting across from him last night, like I couldn't stop thinking about how he reacted. Mm-hmm. And I thought he is 100% addicted to go and I, I'm like, when he leaves this meeting, he's going to go home and indulge in the news. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why that's not really relevant to our conversation, but it was just weird. And it captivated me because I'm like, how could you get so sucked in? But I I, I get it. it. It'd probably be pretty easy if that's what you, that's what you like, especially yeah. if you're older, right? Older people still watch the news. Sure, sure. Well, it, it's made it, news has just become a place to if they can get a rise out of somebody, then they do their job. Not to really report facts anymore. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But all right. with knowing that, though, that's what how we can use that and be like, okay, so I've always given the analogy, a sales decision, it's like driving a car. The steering wheel is the logic part of it. Yeah, it's going to point the wheels in the right direction, but the emotion is the gas pedal. That's what's going to make somebody take action and take action now. It's not moving until you get the emotion involved and that's the gas pedal. Yeah, hundred percent. So how much do you work on this is around along the same lines? Tonality, I think I don't think tonality is <laughs> such a big deal. I was working with the team yesterday and, and I we were role playing and I said, All right, well tell me how you explain mold. And he was like, All right. So he went through his thing and he was like, he said to the other person he was role playing with, he said, like, what is this? And the guy said, the other guy said, well, I, I don't know. And he said, well, you tell, he was like, you tell me what it is. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Dude. Like, are you, like, are you really going to say that to a customer? Like, you can't say that. Like, he's like, well, I can't take responsibility. I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to bulldoze the guy. Yeah, like, right? it was wild. Yeah. And like, you don't know what this is. Right. And so, but I think a lot of times we don't. I know for me, even I don't realize sometimes when my tone is mm-hmm. not accurate. I'm, right. I'm aware of it more when I'm talking to someone out in public. I'm less right. aware of it when I'm at home. Right. I'm the same. I get called out 
moderately often by the my family and people in my life at home. And I'm like, oh, wait, that came across way different than I anticipated. But you're right. When I'm in a sales situation or I'm in a training situation, I'm hyper aware. And I know yeah. very, every single thing is entirely intentional. And so tonal, tonality is, is crucial. When I'm training people, we'll learn scripts or something. And okay, that's 101. Now let's go to 202 and 303, which is tonality and body language. Because 15% of communication is the actual words we say. The rest is tonality and body language. So, for example, the mold thing is like, oh my gosh, have you seen this? This is, this is this organic growth is concerning. Yeah, right. right. That's a whole lot different than, oh, do you know what this is? Yeah, they're like, right? well, I don't know. Well, you tell me. I'm like, <laughs> right. Hold on, dude. Like, okay, so I want to pivot for a second. You're doing some pretty cool stuff. You know, it's not like you're reinventing the wheel, no. but it feels like you're reinventing the wheel because nobody else is doing it. Uh, <laughs> right. and it's such a simple thing that I think I see it's simple. It's simple for somebody that's not doors before. It's simple sure. for somebody that's a hunter. It makes all the sense in the world. So I would love for you to dive into what you're doing differently to generate leads for clients or for customers. Yeah. Oh man, I'm super excited about this. We've got a lot going on. You're right. There's no nobody's really companies one off here and there might dabble in this. But when I was telling you, I dove into solar for a little bit and met so many people that are literally making earning millions a year. On HVAC, there's what, maybe four or five people across the country that earn a million dollars plus a year as a sell as a consultant. And that's through a one they're not doing it themselves. They have a whole team. They might claim the numbers, but they're not making all the numbers themselves. They have a whole team of people and that's their company dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars in marketing, right? So when yeah. I met these people who with zero marketing cost, they're hunters. And so, so let's back this up a little bit because we've got to set the context. I've been in the industry so long. I came from that place of, I remember thinking, and when my wife was asking me years ago, hey, why don't you just go talk to them? And I'm like, oh, I can never knock doors. I'm too good for that. Our industry doesn't knock doors. It's going to give us a bad reputation. We don't want to have that look on the company. People don't want me there. They're going to close the door. What I didn't know is that all of that is just a wrong story I was telling myself. So when I got into solar for a little bit, and still I am, I've got a pretty big team. We're doing boot camps and we're out and we're blitzing and we're doing 100, 150 doors, 200 doors in a day. You get past that fear of rejection real damn fast. <laughs> and the coolest part is out of 150 doors, you might have three people that were like, hey, get off my lawn. And the it's the most fun I've had in sales in decades because you meet the greatest people. They're so welcoming. They're super exciting. But the thing is, when you're selling something else like insurance or solar or pest control or alarm, that's a want-based sale. People have to want it. You have to create a need, but it doesn't exist. When you are selling HVAC at the door, it's a different animal because everyone knows it's inevitable. Everyone needs it. And the conversation is so simple. So what I'm doing is working with companies. We're taking, taking it to the streets, man. In this world where AI is coming in, where it's a fist fight right now for digital marketing, that digital marketing space. 
client acquisition, the guy that I went out with yesterday, he said his company, their client acquisition cost is about $1,300 per client. The reason for that is the in the digital space, for someone to come into a company through a digital marketing, doesn't matter what it is, PPC or Google or Facebook or whatever, they have to already have taken action on their own. And that's what you're dealing with about 3% of the marketplace. When you go out and get proactive, that you're dealing with 97% of the people that nobody else is swimming in that blue ocean. And so now what we've done is we've completely turned it upside down and it costs us nothing. So the cons- the difference is we've been we've been a lazy industry for so long. How many times this time of year it's fall, everybody's bitching and moaning about, oh, there's no leads coming in. Why is my why is my ad spend not working? Let's put more and more in it. I'm like asking everybody, I'm like, what are you doing today to go out and get in front of more people? Do you have networking groups? What are you doing? You go talk to people at the grocery store. Go stand in line at Starbucks. You can find people to talk to. And so part of what... So the bigger picture is I'm really bringing the intensity of... We've been herbivores too long, right? We've just spoon-fed leads from the company, sucking on the tit of the company for company leads. And when the company needs to work more to get me more leads, well, how about take radical responsibility for yourself and your life? Right. If I am my, if I'm responsible for taking care of myself and my family, then I need to take action. And if I'm responsible for everything that happens in my life, what can I do to change that? So the hunter mentality, right? Being a carnivore, let's go create business. We are the weather. Who cares if there's a recession? Who cares if there's, it's fall and it's spring and the weather's perfect. And a good example of that is yesterday, I, we're proving it, literally went out yesterday with a guy who's never knocked a door in his life. He's an air conditioning guy. And he was like so scared. I was like, let's go get on the doors. I'll show you how, how to do it. And our very first door we knocked, the lady comes out, so excited we're there, sets an appointment, didn't cost us anything. We, we ended up, I, I was taking a lot of time to train him. So this is a really slow pace, but we ended up knocking 21 doors. We talked to, we had, actually, I've got my tracker right here. I'll just tell you exactly what the numbers are. We knocked 21 doors, had nine qualified conversations. We set two appointments in two hours. So that second appointment, the lady was like, I've got time right now. Can you come in and look? Sure, no problem. And, And by then, he was doing the pitch. And it was just so easy. And so we get in the house, go through discovery really smoothly evaluate the equipment, come back down. We're like, here's what we found. And she's like, oh yeah, we knew it was old. We've been in the house a couple of years. We've been expecting this. I didn't want to go through the effort of calling people and getting bids and stuff. I'm glad you showed up. And that's most customers' thought pattern. Yeah. They don't want to call you. They don't want to call the service company because they feel like, one, a lot of these people have never had to call a service company. Mm -hmm. So- and I won't go on a, a huge CSR tangent, but like you've got to pay attention to the people answering the phones because yeah. those people are nervous calling. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, and the average is homeowners in North America by 1.3 systems in their lifetime. They're going to do this one time. One time. That's it. Right? right. And so if we show up with amazing white glove service and we're at their doorstep already and we're professional and we know what we're doing, 
they're not price shopping. You're not getting three bids. Now you're just taking care of people like, and then you own that neighborhood. So let's scale that out a little bit. We went out for two hours. We set two appointments that didn't cost us anything. If somebody, if one person worked two, and that's the pace, minimum, you're going to set an appointment every hour. When you get better at the conversation, it's two or three. So if one person who sucks at it sets an appointment an hour and goes out two hours a day, five days a week, this is not even working Saturday and Sunday, and those numbers are way better. You've just set 10 appointments in a week that you wouldn't have had otherwise that were zero acquisition cost. Then even better than that is what if, so say you close 50% of that. Okay, so that's five deals in a week. That's 20 a month. You just added it. If you have awful numbers and your average ticket's only 10,000, which obviously we help people with that. No, nothing against that. If your average ticket's 10,000, you're doing great. The industry average is about 8,000, right? So if your average ticket's 10,000, you just added 200K to your bottom line at the end of the month by going out two hours a day, five days a week at zero lead acquisition cost. I would argue it's even more because of the zero lead. Because if you do the math, thirteen hundred bucks, take your guy, thirteen hundred dollars yeah. a lead for five leads. I could hit you the bad. That's approximately six thousand dollars, approximately. So that's tremendous. Oh, it's huge. Well, and that's just those are like super basic, rudimentary numbers. This is and this is how like say you've got a company and you're doing I don't know five million a year and you've got like two sales guys. How do you double your company? Well, we got to put so much more ad spend, blah, blah, blah. Hell no. Let's just go find two, let's turn your sales team from two to four, find two carnivores that are going to go out and do this and create their decide to create their destiny. We just doubled the size. Your job goes, it moves from how can I get more leads into the company with through all of the traditional ways we've done it to how can I hire people fast enough on the production side to be able to fulfill what these guys are selling? Yeah. So what is the, all right. So what is the compared to roofing? What yeah. would that door knocker make on a day that he sets two appointments? Well, it depends on the model. The interesting thing is it's really hard to convince people who were, have been so spoiled for so long with leads from the company to actually go out and take the steps and do this. So the handful of like the new model will Looking across the industry, there's right, we're ripe for revolution right now. Anything that's been done the same way 50 years is ripe for revolution, which is what's happening. This is disrupting the industry between AI, between this, all this stuff. So either we find people who are already hunters and pull them in from another industry and just teach them the sales process. So we can either bring somebody in, teach them how to sell HVAC, and they just go out and they find their own, they find their own kills and eat it themselves, meaning they sell it on their own, or we can just develop setter teams, right? Let's find if somebody has a $5 million a year company, they couldn't handle the work of three, three good people who just set appointments. They can't handle right. that volume, right? right? And so it's so easy to customer acquisition. So think about it this way. Find some part-time people at like the local college in the theater department. They learn scripts fast. They're good at becoming somebody and for a persona or the music department, right? They're best at improv. Go just talk to the guys in the jazz department, right? And they need part-time work. 
that they can make money at. When you can show them, hey, I can show you how to make two, three thousand dollars a week working two, three hours a day, they're all in. And so what that looks like is if I bring Corey on and I say, Hey, Corey, check this out. I'm gonna pay you $25 for every appointment that you set. And then when that they people actually show up and they sit the appointment, they're there and it's a good quality appointment, which incentivizes setting quality appointments. I'll pay you another $125. So that's $150 per appointment. You go set 10 in a week. It's $1,500. bucks. $1, yeah, yeah, cool. You work, I don't know, work a Saturday and you set another 10 on a day. You just made three grand in a week. And you're stoked. And then I'm stoked because now I've got 20 appointments that cost me three grand. And they're I mean, kind of warmer. I would say they're a warmer lead than any other lead that you're going to pay for. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Well, and they're qualified because we qualified them. We're not right. buying some lead from somewhere and you show up and it's a mobile home that's falling over. Right. You're not driving up to the junkyard like when we buy crazy leads from places that promise all these leads. But then you show up and it's like, oh, my gosh, they, this is an empty lot. Right. <laughs> right. It's right. just a waste of time. Yeah. yeah they're qualified. We, well, and we get to pick the area. We're picking places that. We already know we did a bunch of work in the age of the house is perfect. Every system in the neighborhood's about to die. Those are the neighborhoods we're in. We're not just willy-nilly throwing a dart and, hey, pick a neighborhood. Right. We're not going to go to the two-year-old neighborhood. We just work in the best ones. Right. Makes you sense. Get to pick, you get to pick your client this way. Dude, that's incredible. And it's anyway. really not. Yeah, dude. I, and it's And look, one thing I think that is important for maybe there's a door knocker watching or listing, or maybe it's a business owner that's like, yeah, this makes sense because mm -hmm. it does. Understand, like, when you walk up to this house, you're not there to sell them something. No, you're not there to, it's not a sales pitch. No, you're just having a conversation. You're Absolutely. just having a conversation. Well, and it's so easy right now, too, because nobody's knocking for a track. And so the pitch at the door is like, hey, listen, I'm not the solar guy. You probably get those a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, my favorite one is, man, I don't normally do this. I'm the air conditioner guy, but I, man, I heard your air conditioner from the street, right? I, how long has it been since it's been checked? That's got to be having issues. You're, it's probably, you're probably paying twice as much as you should be to cool your house. And it probably isn't even cooling very good. Am I right? If I could show you how you could get rid of that thing, take care of it, peace of mind for a decade, doesn't cost you anything to do it. Would you want some more information about that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Perfect. Well, listen, I don't even know if you qualify yet, but uh, I, I, if you have time right now, cool. If not, let's schedule a time that's convenient. That's and that's cool. it. That's all it that's is. That's it. Right? That's it. Like, that's, who's going to uh, cuss you? Who's gonna, nobody, very few people are going to cuss that guy out. Yeah. And the ones that do, there's the people every now and then like, oh my gosh, get off my property. Okay, well, sure. No problem. Right. The, because there's hundreds of thousands of more homes to knock door next door you don't run you never run out of leads you just got to knock the next door and then when you do so when you're like hey this was so simple and easy who do you know i can help yeah right and then the other thing asking for referrals nobody in our industry asks for referrals it's ridiculous if they do they definitely don't do it right i've got 50 bucks for you if you hook me up with somebody and i sell them this crazy system no it's like who do you know that i can help yeah Exactly. Mm -hmm. Let's write their name down. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, for sure. Or Get just, them on the phone. 
Yeah, dude. Like, or like, you, oh, the neighbor. Yeah, they've been talking about them. Perfect. Do you know him? Walk me over there and introduce me. Don't right. just point me over there and then you're knocking on there and they're like, who are you? Like, no, walk me over there and introduce me. Yeah. Absolutely. Simple dude. stuff. It's just nobody's doing it. Yeah. It's like reviews. Like a lot of times people struggle getting reviews. I'm like, just everybody's got a phone, either in their hand or in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Just ask them to pull the phone out. Yeah. Man. Direct them to Google. Have them pull your website up and yeah. instruct them exactly what to do. And Perfect. guess what? Right here. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, they do it. Yeah, you got it. Otherwise, it's just the, it's the hunter mentality, man. We've got to get more tenacious in what we do. We can't be passive anymore. Yeah, passive people. Right. It's just like Zig Ziglar used to say, bad salespeople have skinny kids. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That is right. A hundred percent. All right. So let's, yeah, I think this is super cool. And it ties in to the next thing I want to talk to you about. I know that personal development, personal growth is something that's vitally important to both of mm-hmm. us. And I don't even know if we talked about our journeys with that, but I would love for you mm-hmm. to share a little bit about your journey with personal development and how you think, how important that is for folks. Oh, it's everything. It's so everything. I started, I was 19 and for my birthday one year, a friend of mine got me Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It's my first any kind of nonfiction personal growth book. And I was hooked. I read every single book in that whole library at that point. And then just became a lifelong learner. And so I started reading off and on over the years. And then right at 10 years ago now, 11 years ago now, some massive tragedy happened in my life with my wife. And we had a bunch of people in our family like instantly died in a car wreck. And it was awful. We just had in September, like 10 year anniversary of several of them. And was your wife one of those people? No, my wife was not, but her. So. So started out my who her brother who worked for me my brother in law was a he was on our crew one of my install crew, and he committed suicide, and that's September twenty sixth, and then a year and one day later, my wife's or both of her parents and her grandparents on her mom's side were in a horrible car wreck road rage accident by a big commercial truck, everyone in the car was killed except my father in law, and then four months later my sister-in-law lost a one-month baby to SIDS. So it was this insanely dark time in our lives. And so it was bad. But instead of... It it went through some substancy things, lots of alcohol for a little bit. But most importantly, what happened is instead of turning to a lot of other things, I dove headfirst into personal growth. That was my coping mechanism. And so my audible goes for miles because the number of audiobooks and things that I was listening to constantly to keep me above the line. Right. And, and so because of that, it was like massive. So I, I've got this insane appreciation for personal growth. And that's why when people listen to my podcast, one of the things they'll hear me say over and over is in sales, we work to become someone worth buying from. Because as you up level, as you level up, the people that buy from you also level up along with it. Because sales is not the performance of an hour. It's the overflow of your whole life. If you, if, and who cares if you make a million dollars a year, if you lose your family and you're, you get divorced because you're never home and you're, you have a heart attack because you're not taking care of your health. So it's all about taking care of all of the elements in your life to be a top performer. We have, we're a machine. We got to function at a high level. And you can't do that eating off the dollar menu, right? 
That's right. So, so that that's my that's how that's my personal growth journey. It uh, was escalated at one point, and it just haven't slowed down since. And uh, I, I love to talk about personal growth and books and speakers and events and you name it. In the last fifteen years, I've spent one hundred fifty thousand dollars in personal growth. Ten, at least ten k a year going to events or buying books or whatever. So tell me what your favorite event has been. I think I, even though we haven't talked about this, I have a feeling that I already know the answer to this, but I can't wait for huh. you to tell me. Yeah, twenty six. My favorite event I've ever been to. Twenty sixteen. I went to. It was in the network marketing space. It was called GoPro. This event that Eric Worre puts in on in Las Vegas, and the keynotes were him, Richard Branson, and Tony Robbins. Damn. It was so amazing. The ability to hear Sir Richard Branson live in person was incredible. And then, of course, four hours of Tony Robbins will absolutely change your life. And so I've gotten the privilege of hearing him twice. He also spoke at my, back when I was doing network marketing, he spoke at my company's event as well in another four-hour event. So that that was absolutely life-changing event that shot me to another level for sure. So I anticipated you to say it was Tony Robbins' event, but mm-hmm. that was pretty close. That was yeah, right. and with Stuart oh, yeah. Branson, that's that, that that's incredible. I've not, I've never seen him speak. I've been to a, a couple of I crew. Well, I went to my first Tony event uh, in 2018, and then the next year I crewed mm-hmm. on the same event. Yeah, and it is life changing. There's mm-hmm. something about when you hear about walking on the fire. It there's something about when that happens hmm. and you walk through that and it's done and you don't get burnt. Right. You have a shift, a, such a massive shift that you can't argue with walking across a bunch of coals and not getting burnt. It just doesn't make sense. Right. But it a hundred percent works, Uh-huh. but it's all here. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. here. That's it. And that's, I think the biggest thing when I'm training companies. And so the doors is part of what I do as far as sales training. We've got a virtual program. I do on-site visits. Um, depends on the company and what they're wanting to accomplish. We've got everything from a, we'll do a week or we'll do a, a year program. It just depends on the company. But if there's one thing that they, the biggest moment that's the most fulfilling is watching. It's not just like a light bulb moment. It's like those spotlights when a grand opening of a restaurant or something happens or like a disco or a club or something that shoots straight up in the sky. It's that intense. Those moments happen for all of the people in the class because it, and it doesn't matter if they're new or I've had people that have been doing this 25 years and they're like, oh my God, I've never seen it like this because of the way that we dive into the psychology behind what's happening in the conversations. And it's not just, well, here's how you handle this objection. Because I'm not just going to give you, if they say these words, use these words. Because if they change it, then you're shit out of luck. You have no, no way to respond. <laughs> right, right. But if you understand where the question or the objection comes from. Right. And why they're asking it. And then you can understand the questions you need to ask in return to, to clarify. I've said for years, there's no objection that can't be handled by you asking more questions that's exactly right so and it gives you the it helps you to understand the perspective of the other person which is mm-hmm. the name of the game you got it yeah for sure so but that's yeah. it that's how we're that's how we're multiplying companies revenue in like a, such a short amount of time because 
it's not just here's a new trick, right? Here's a bag of stuff. It's like, let's completely mentally shift the dynamics of your organization in personal responsibility and personal growth. And as that happens, then yeah, we're going to learn some sales things also. But all of that combined is what's making such a massive difference. Yeah, 100%, dude, because that's the thing that is completely missing. Look, I, I won't get on a soapbox here, but like at the end of the day, if, and I, I don't, and I know you don't do this, I know you don't come in for a day or two days or even four or five days, and that's the last, like, that's the program. Like, I know mm-hmm. that, I know you don't do that based on what you told me. Right. And it's impossible to think that someone is going to come in and transform your sales team over four or five days. Mm-hmm. And then that'd be the last touch point. It's impossible. Right. And yeah, so it's, you got a, it. but it's a business model. It's the, yeah. And the business model is you got to call me back in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's interesting, but you say that and I a hundred percent agree up until real recently, that's what I've been doing. So I've had the ongoing virtual program and I've been doing a four day on-site visit we're locking in the learning because I'll do half day in class and then half day in ride along. And every time I show up, we're closing at 70% plus at 20 or 30% better, higher average tickets than what they're used to. And I just didn't really, I, I think part of it is just needed to structure out some better plans <laughs> because I, I'm in the field so much that I'm learning the rest of it of really hearing what companies need. And so I'm about to phase out the one site, the one time visit that I have been doing because you're right. It's accountability over time. It doesn't matter how high you jump. It's how straight you walk when you land or do you continue to do the things? The cool part with a lot though is what, with what I do though, it's a lot of awareness items. So when right. someone is aware of, made aware of something, if they choose not to do it, then they're making an intentional choice to go back to their habits that were bad versus it's different than learning a new skill and trying to practice it and get better at it. Because when it's an awareness thing, if you're not doing it, you're choosing not to. Uh, so that's that's part of why we're getting like where NLP comes in, because now we're getting instant change uh, versus someone that just has to practice this more. So let's go slightly deeper just for a second. All right. So if it takes, they say on average, 21 days to change a habit, that could be mm-hmm. debatable. But I would say that's let's just call it average. When you're when you're changing a habit, you're also changing the habit of your body reacting to the thing that you're trying to break. In other mm-hmm. words, every day you and I do in our daily lives, we do some shit that's over and over, it's the same exact thing because we don't, it's like driving a car. You yeah. don't think about driving a car the same way you did. When you mm-hmm. were 16 years old, you're yeah, on autopilot half the time, yeah. right? Yeah, and I always put my scary. contacts in right eye, then left eye. It's, it's just what I do. Right. It's just what you do because you're prog- you've programmed yourself with that habit to do it that way. And, it, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that unless you're doing the wrong things. Yeah. And so I think that you, for, for me, I have to overcome those movements, those natural mm-hmm. born movements that I've created in myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's where the reinforcement comes in, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the accountability comes in because 
it's hard to just switch it on. Even if you're aware, sometimes your body trumps your mind. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's that awareness that it's interesting because it, I'm, I didn't even realize I was doing it at first, but when I'm out in the doing trainings and stuff, I'm teaching people how to anchor. And so, and you understand what that means. What that means is we we'll always ask them, I was like, when's the best time to make a sale? And like, oh, I don't know. It's like right after you made a sale. Because when you walk into that next house, it's easy. It's like taking the order, right? It's so easy. You just, everything flows. You assume it because your energy is already there. You're already in the right state, right? Right. And so it's state management, like Tony Robbins would call it. And so what I help people do is like, we'll go out and we'll get in that state. And then I stop them. We'll go out and we'll make some amazing sale and I'll stop them and say, okay, feel this energy right here. This is what we need to capture because everybody knows if I'm going out on an appointment at Friday or Saturday night at eight o'clock at night, what's the mindset? They're signing the papers. I'm not leaving. (laughs) If they're getting my ass out of my house at eight o'clock at night, or I can't be doing something I want to be doing, I have to go make a sale at eight o'clock at night on Friday or Saturday, they're signing the documents and it always sells. Now, how do we capture that same without being overbearing and just like a pushy salesman that nobody wants to be, but how do we capture that same mindset and plug it into, I don't know, 10 o'clock Tuesday morning? Right. Or three o'clock Thursday afternoon when there normally would be, okay, well, yeah, I'll email that to you and we'll get back. No, it's like, I'm here. Let's make right now the right time to buy. So everybody's like, oh, there's never a good time to buy. Well, right now is the right time to buy because I'm here and this is my window for you to purchase. Yeah. And I'm so, not going to take no for an answer. Right. And it's never going to be cheaper than it is right now. Right. Guarantee is not going to be cheaper at a later date. Yeah, so also let's take the guy that gets his teeth kicked in, right? Mm-hmm. And just the customer sucks and he didn't sell. Yeah. There has to be, you can't ride on that same great energy. There has to be mm-hmm. a pattern break, but you've got to yep. be able to recognize mm-hmm. how to break that pattern because pattern if interrupt. you don't, hundred mm-hmm. percent, if you don't, yep. it's, you, you're going to go right into that next house and mm-hmm. probably do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. Was it Winston Churchill's famous quote is success is going from failure to failure with no lack of enthusiasm. And so that's what we have to do in sales. We have to almost be bipolar, <laughs> right? I know I'm going to sell this. And then when you don't and the customer was awful and say they're the only the commodity buyer and, and that's it, you walk out of the house and all right, cool. Next. And, but it has to do, in fact, last night I did a, a really amazing interview with a guy named Jonathan Nevis. He owns uh, Green Energy Mechanical up in Boston. And he took us through an exercise, which I'll, I'll walk everybody through. It's like, take a few minutes in your car and you're going to talk to yourself. You're going to talk to yourself out loud and you're programming your brain to, it's the specific part of our reticular activating system to use the correct terms. But we're programming our brain that just sit before the appointment and be like, okay, this is, Corey is going to love me, Mr. and Miss Barrier. This is going to be the best experience they've ever had. They've, they, they're going to see the value in everything and have no problems with price. This is going to be like literally the most incredible moment their lives have ever had. They're going to love Every single thing, they're going to love the company. They're going to love me. The project is going to make the most sense to them. And they're going to have the most certainty. It's going to solve their problems. 
and we're going to be high-fiving and hugging and they're good everything at the end because they finally have the solution in their life and they're so excited about meeting me today. Right? No, I just programmed yeah. our brain of what we're future casting that outcome. People I, think this is all woo-woo and crazy, but this is literally, I don't know a top performer that doesn't do this. Right. And this right. is state managed. This is how to get back into that state. And me just doing it right now in this role play, I'm just, I've like got excitement and like goosebumps because I'm like, I'm ready to go sell something right now. Right. Because right. I've done that for so long instantly. My brain just shot off all of this going on. It's like, all right, we're ready to close right now. And I'm just role playing it with you. And yeah. that, that's the power of which you get used to that. You can put yourself in that state at any moment if you un- un- learn how to do it. And so that's a big part of what we what we train. Overcoming that. And you can also stay in that negative mindset mm-hmm. if you would so choose to. Oh, this yeah, is going to suck. It's the, same, oh, thing. Is, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's the exact same thing. It, but mm-hmm. guess what? You and I and everybody listening to this have a choice. Mm-hmm. And that choice is you can either say, I'm excited to go into this house or it's going to suck. And most likely you're 100% correct. Yeah, absolutely. What you focus on, you find, and what you expect will show up in your life. That's right. So if you, I mean, there was a time when I was back when I was still in the field and I was, uh, I mean, it was probably 2018, 2019, before COVID, before all that. And uh, we just had a run of like, every time we show up at sales meeting, my numbers are bigger and better and bigger and better. And I'm doing 20, 30, $40,000 projects all over town. And we show up at sales meeting and, and my close rate was like 68% or something that, you know, the, during that time period. And everybody else has gotten, they only come in, they could start complaining. I've got all these ethnic clients and all these people that are just want the cheapest price and I'm getting the worst leads and you've got to be getting the cherry pick leads. And I'm like, guys, we're getting the same leads that you are. And finally, this one guy took me to lunch. He's like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm buying you lunch today. We're having a nice lunch. You at least owe me to tell me what you're doing. I was like, listen, bro, here's what I do. Every morning before I leave the house, I've got this nice place. I sit quietly and I'm mindful and I I just throw myself into this meditation. I visualize my day of being, I and my mantra and my affirmation is I get the best clients. I get the best leads. They always buy. Everyone wants to buy from me. Everyone wants to buy the best from me and I don't accept anything else. And I'll just sit and focus on that for 20 minutes every morning. And he's like, you got to be doing more. And I was like, no, the process is the same. It's just what I expect. Right. And sure enough, that's what happens. Everything, every, that's what happened for, for years. And, and it always has. Yeah. That's dope, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's phenomenal, man. I'm really glad that we got into this conversation, but I, I don't think I've had this kind of conversation with anybody ever. On the podcast, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, you, you do a lot of like all the technical stuff, which I love. I mean, I've loved your podcast for a long time. So, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, dude. And, dude, this has been such a good conversation. And we're, at, we're probably going to have to do a second one at some point. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This was I dope, love dude. it, man. Well, where can people find you? Tell them about your Facebook group. And by the way, go yeah. definitely go check out Close It Now podcast because it's, like he drops knowledge like this all day on there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm hundred percent. I'm not the trainer that's going to like only give you a little bit and then charge you for all the good stuff. I'm just give it away. Right. Cause I know that 
if you adopt a philosophy of give, always give more value than you take, everything else takes care of itself, right? The yeah. number of people that message me and tell me, oh my God, my whole life has turned around since I started listening to the podcast with sales and all this. And I've never even met them before. I love it. It's so fulfilling. But yeah, so close it now. You can, it. I've made the brand very consistent so you can find it anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, search Close It Now Sales Training. It'll come right up. On Facebook, the Facebook group is a community where it's super positive. I do an insane amount of trainings in there. In fact, everybody listening, I've got one that's a pin post. There's no reason anyone should ever have to get bullied by the three bids objection again, because we absolutely destroyed that. So that's a, a video that lives in the Facebook group. So search Close It Now in the Facebook group and go join that. And you can just email me, sam at closeitnow.net, not .com, .net, sam at closeitnow.net, or pop me a text, 512-364-8559, and tell me you, you found me from Corey's podcast. And yeah, we, we're rocking and rolling, man. We've got so much going. We're really expanding this year. I'm excited about taking it to the streets with the doors. I'm excited about... I've got a book coming out soon, which will have the wholesale system in it. And then a, a companion workbook, which will have the sales system along with it. And my online course just released. So you can act, it's got the course and it also has me and Sam, I partnered with Sam Taggart at Door to Door Experts. And so it lives on his platform. You can get there from hvacdoors.net. hvacdoors.net. Yeah, that's the right one. I just bought that URL when the course went live last week. And so it has the whole sales system in that course. And then him and I have a whole group of modules on how to pitch at the door uh, for HVAC. And so we role play a bunch of stuff and we're giving you, we're giving away the scripting. So, and then when someone wants to implement, give me a call, we'll come out, we'll train your team. We'll show you how to recruit carnivores to go out and literally we can double your company in a matter of, with this model, you can double your company once a quarter if you decide to. It's as fast or as slow as you want it to be um, as an owner. That's your choice, right? So, so there you go. Let's, let's completely disrupt this industry. Let's make, it's time that HVAC companies make some freaking noise in our industry. And uh, let's change the game because there's no reason we, we shouldn't be able to. Amen, dude. Thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm so grateful to be here today. Yeah, this is great. I really appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.